Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah. Take two. Take two. Yeah. Had a little hitch in our Getty Up post uh, Thanksgiving. I got ill. I also recorded on location. It didn't work out, but now we're doing it again with no problem because I 100% my brain is so full that I have forgotten. So all of my questions will be genuine because my brain is like a sponge stuff leaks out the more you put in (laughs) and there's too much in there all the time so we're gonna do it again i can't wait to hear it and you might be still a little cloudy in the head i might be a little cloudy yeah i I might be (laughs) so yeah we'll do it again it's fun we like doing things twice when they're fun (laughs) we we do have a knack for that this one in particular i wouldn't have chosen to do twice, but that's okay. It wasn't my favorite story, but it is a good one. It's a weird one. I will tell you because I don't think, I think I talked about it, but then I didn't talk about it. Anyways, I cannot wait to take you down to Fort Worth. Um, We did a little staycation there. Yeah. And me and you are going to whoop it up there. I cannot effing wait to whoop it up. Oh, and if you guys, okay, so there is a bar. I need to tell you, if you ever come to Fort Worth or uh, live in the area, go to the truck yard and go to the bathroom in the truck yard. Oh, mm-hmm. that that welcome. is, yes. And if that is code for there is something with a penis in the bathroom because that, <laughs> Tab and I are 12, and <laughs> we always find perverted bathrooms, and she always wants me to see something. <laughs> This Whenever she is, wants me to see something, it's a penis in a bathroom. And this one is so good. I'm not telling you if it's a penis or not. It is actually, you're going to, I cannot wait to take you there. I don't even want to like tell you okay. because 
you're going to love it. But there's some sort of magic. Let's just put it that way in the bathroom. And when the ladies were in the stall and I was just walking in there, I found it more comical than anybody else. Okay. But that's kind of my that, jam. Yeah, also. that's my jam too. So what are you going to do, right? Sometimes I laugh and other people don't. But you guys, I know all of you that listen to us would totally laugh. get us. Yes, they <laughs> so would laugh. Like, you for sure will get it. Anywho. Anywho, how's your workout going? I mean, oh, post, I wanted to tell you. Post Thanksgiving. Okay. Getting it together. I am getting I'm it together. I'm a slob, so I want to hear about how you are not one. She can't go work out right now, so I will work out for you. Yeah. And I was telling you guys on Patreon on Thursday, last Thursday, that I was going to a workout class in a sauna. Sounds like torture. Okay, it's an infrared sauna, and you do these workouts via virtual, which I kind of was like, well, that seems weird. I don't like that. But it was good. It's 15 minutes of like a cycle class in 125 degrees. Fuck that. <laughs> it's not bad. You can do anything for 15 minutes. 15 minutes is not long. It's pretty quick. I can't do anything for 15 oh, minutes. Oh, I loved it. I love, but I love hot yoga. I like that stuff. So there was, um, I did that in a little bit of a, a booty, burn your booty class. Um, and, and that's 45 minutes and 120 degrees. Oh, no. So that's, you know, that gets hot. Okay. Well, I got a little under the weather, so I was prescribed some steroids because um, I have the asthma and I'm homebound, right? Because I'm not, you know, spreading my germs to the world. So I have been like on steroid high putting up my Christmas decorations. <laughs> and <laughs> I am on fire. All by this, yourself. All by myself. So this year, my husband is like, you know, always working like crazy. And I would normally have to wait for the weekend and be like, you got to figure it out. And I am so ambitious on these steroids that I got all of the lights on outside, like everything to light up all on my own. I know that is you like not a major accomplishment for other people, but I electricity perplexes me. I can't figure it out. I don't know how those plugs work. I just was very pleased with myself. Good job. And um, so you're saying the steroids are even better than the leave sinus and cold? Oh, the steroids are better than a leave cold and sinus. It's really too bad you can't take them all the time. I think this is this is my last day. So I mean, I'll be Bummer. I'll be back to being a a drip tomorrow. Oh. Okay. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm I'm going to actually tell you about a drip. Oh, perfect. Of of some people. Okay, let's hear it. All right. So let's go. going to be talking about a gentleman named Theodore Russell Thornbury. Last time you told me that last name sounded something and I can't remember what you said. Oh, it sounds like, I mean, Theodore Thornbury. That sounds like Harry Potter. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what you said. Theodore Thornbury is such a good name. Yeah, it is. Actually. If you want to be like a wizard or something stupid. 
<laughs> okay, so Theodore was born September 30th, 1957. September 30th is also my mother-in-law's birthday, so it's a good day yeah. to have a birthday. He was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, not Fayetteville. Not Fayetteville. That is not how you pronounce it. If you guys all want to know, it's Fayetteville. For sure. Trust us. Trust, Trust us. us. I've never <laughs> been more wrong about a pronunciation in my life and heard so much about it. Maybe pastor. I pastor, pastor. pastor. <laughs> yeah, that one There's is that good. One I'm too. not good at that one either. But, um, you know, I might just call it Fayetteville just forever. forever. So it Fayetteville will always forever. have a special place in my heart. Well, Tad, as they called him in his early years, did not grow up in Fayetteville. He grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas. It's Fayetteville, right? It's Fayetteville. Okay. I just was making a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that only I get, yeah. of course. Okay. So looks like Tad had a real good head on his shoulders. He was a preacher man's son and all of his Facebook friends from a high school group I found, like an alumni group, Thought he was a real cool guy. Very nice to everybody. Uh, and I feel like if you are the son of a preacher man, you should be a real nice man. Okay, after high school, Tad turned into Ted. I think Tad's not a good name. Tad sounds... Although I kind of like the name, but you maybe do? he got made fun of or something for it. Tadpole, Tad too short, Tad not enough. I think Tad's not working for you. No. So he, he ended Ted's up being better. Ted. Ted's better. Ted is cute. Ted's a cute name. I think people that are Ted's are probably good looking. Like Ted Bundy. He was good looking. He wasn't that good looking. People are always saying he was so good looking. I don't see it. He's too I see, sharp I see looking. It. Yeah, of course you do. You like Why do you say that? You like a chiseled Look, yeah, I don't I like I don't like that. <laughs> Her husband has a chiseled look. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no offense, Jeremiah. With, with the exception of my love. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, Ted, he earned his bachelor's degree at Louisiana Tech and then went on for more schooling and more schooling and an apprenticeship to become a union pipe fitter. Okay. These guys, they make good money. It's a highly skilled profession and they are needed all over the country. Um, I don't think that there's like a plethora of them. And I'm only thinking that because, dude, it sounds like you got to go to a lot of school. Like maybe you could be a doctor by that point. Yeah. Not really. But yeah, I mean, like that's a lot of that's a lot of education to be, you know, welding pipe. Yeah. Laying pipe, well, whatever you. La laying pipe is a, is a skill <laughs> <laughs> that I think many of us know not everyone does well. This is true. Okay. This just is, saying. This is true. Yeah. Some know it more than others. Some should go to school and learn how to lay pipe correctly. <laughs> I'm <laughs> All right. Well, Ted seemed real successful in oh, the good. laying pipe. He also was a sex <laughs> successful. <laughs> successful. Right successful. 
He was successful. He actually didn't seem to be super successful. Um, I'll tell you why in a second. But okay. he did play the guitar well, which is real sexy, in my opinion. Multitasker, yeah. Okay. A guy that can play a guitar. And lay pipe? Boom. And lay pipe. It's like a dream. Yeah, totally. I agree. Ted's job took him on the road often, and it seemed like being away wasn't easy for Ted to find a lady friend. And he wanted a wife. So Ted sought out a Christian magazine to put an ad in. You know, people used to do that. Yeah, I remember they put them in the they used to put them in the penny saver. Yes. The penny savers. I mean, I guess little Christian magazines probably. We were fortunate enough that we had MySpace. Remember? Yeah. No one was Um, no one was talking to me on MySpace. Oh, I went to Florida and met a MySpace boyfriend. Oh, you did? I, I, Mm -hmm. This is foggy in my memory. But I do remember looking at those penny saver ads and like getting a giggle at like 11, like, you know, oh, man seeking woman, big boobs, walks, yes. walks on the beach, whatever. Some of them, some of them were pretty raunchy, but I think Ted's in this Christian magazine was not. OK, yeah, it's probably G rated. Yeah. OK. And it didn't take long for Ted to find a very pretty, very shy young woman named Anne. Anne was from a very strict household. Her sister describes her parents as hermits. And Anne's social skills were pretty off. Mm -hmm. Not like other 20-year-old women at the time. Okay. But she was cute. She had long blonde hair. She was Christian lady. And that's what Ted was looking for. So Ted... Swooped her up. Okay. She's the Disco Biscuits of the quiet wallflower Christian lady. Christian lady. She also played the flute. So that seemed real fitting to Ted's guitar playing. Duet. (laughs) Yeah. Love lift us up where we belong. I could also make a funny joke about a flute, but okay. Okay. So... These two, they hit it off, and they were married within months. Yeah, so they could do it. So they could do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They moved into a very large property, farm-type property, in the Ozark Mountains, in a very small, unincorporated, unincorporated town called Allred. Okay. And loved it. She had animals that she cared for, a huge farm, vegetables that she tended to, and she was busy. She didn't have any kids to keep her extra busy, but she was busy enough. She was also an artist. She made wood carvings and sold them for a decent amount of money. She actually made like up to $800 per per wood carving. Those carvings are expensive. Yeah. Ted, however, was like your husband, Gretchy, and had a job that took him away from home for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. So Anne's living my dream is what you're telling me. 
It kind of sounds like it, yeah. actually. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> like the idea of being remote. It sounds awful to me. Yeah. I dig it. But for you, yeah, for sure. I want the chickens, the farm. Yeah. I think it all sounds really good, but I don't want to clean up the chicken poop and all that. Oh, yeah. That is kind of a drag. Yeah. Okay. So before I go on on this story, I'm just going to break for about 60 seconds so you guys can hear a couple of our sponsors um, that we are very fortunate to have. Now that we are back, we have Ted away and Anne all alone. But that wasn't for long because Ted and Anne had a couple neighbors that lived up in the Ozark Mountains in a little hut. And I'm talking tiny, like a one room situation. From what I can find about these guys, there are two of them. One's name is Mark Holsenbach. And the other is William Frazier. Okay. I think they were the end of the world type of guys. Some media reports reported them as prior felons that happened to be on the run. It is possible. I could not find any prior felony reports in the state of Arkansas for them, but that doesn't mean that they didn't come from another state and they were hiding up in the mountains. They had a lot of guns. Two dudes in one hut. I just got to get back to that. Like a one room, two dudes. Yes, and a wife. So Mark Holsenbach actually had a wife also. Mm -hmm. Wow. Three people, one room. Three is not company. No, three is not company. And especially, I mean, I could see if it was two women and a dude. But... Two dudes doesn't usually work out so well. No. No. Too much testosterone, you know? Too much pipe. (laughs) Too much pipe. (laughs) So they had a lot of guns. Like I said, their hut was dressed in like camo, Vietnam style. They were really hiding. Okay. Mark was in his late 40s and married, like I said. And William was in his late 20s. Also, the age discrepancy is strange. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Ted and Anne befriended these two, and I think the wife also, but I can't find any information on Mark's wife, so she's kind of gone in the hiding at this point. Okay. For Ted and Anne, they exchanged running water and showers and food to these two guys in order for them to get help on the farm when Ted was gone, right? So Anne needed, you know, kind of like a ranch hand. Yeah, so she needs someone to clean up the chickens because her husband is gone all the time, Tab. So she really is living the dream. I also know from from my experience watching the Discovery Channel that this... uh, the, like water rights, like properties crossing waters. That's a thing when you're living like off the grid. So you got to make you got to make nice with your neighbors who have access to the water. Yeah, that's like it's definitely a different world for me to even think about that. Right. I mean, we. Well, I'll tell you what, it puts a little pause in my um, living the dream, because if I'm going to be Anne, I'm 
I don't necessarily want to have to make friends with the Unabomber trio that's living up in the one room hut. Probably on the run just so I can get someone to clean my chicken coop. Oh, totally. Um, And I think that maybe Ted should have done a little research on these two. Figured out why they were living like they were. Yeah. But it seemed like Ted actually kind of befriended this Mark character. And according to Anne, they were like little kids together. They would go riding their four-wheelers in the woods. And I think maybe Ted just needed some bro time and they were easy access. I I can kind of see that. Yeah. Side note really quick. Anne had these allergies um, and often got real stuffy, kind of like you thought you had when you were in Colorado before you knew it was more than stuffiness. More than allergy. Yeah. Yeah. So she had this thing called cedar fever, which if you don't know, it makes you feel like you have a head cold all the time when the cedar, there's like a certain time of year that the cedar, I guess, sheds its cedarness. Excuse me for not knowing exactly what it's shedding, but um, pollen, something like that. Tree shit. So Anne had a trailer on the property, but further away from the cedar trees where she would sometimes go and sleep. Okay. I like to sleep in a trailer. You also were sleeping in a trailer when you had Colorado stuffiness. Yeah. I thought it was the elevation. I was wrong. So Anne, obviously she spent a lot of time alone working on her art with her animals. Like I said, she seems real depressing to me, but she grew up like this. And remember, her social skills were real limited Mm -hmm. and her devotion to the gospel was real strong. So I think she read the Bible a lot. Actually, I know she did. She was a highly sheltered child, and I would probably say she was a highly sheltered adult as well. Okay. Just to give you a little... A little bit. Maybe she's a little gullible. Maybe. A little go along. Naive. Yeah. I think that's what Naive. you're hitting at. I am. Okay. So in February 2004, Ted was off on a job in Illinois and the weekend rolled around. He had purchased some furniture for the farm. So Friday, he said, you know, I'm going to go home, drop the furniture off and I'll be back. He told his coworker this. He's like, I'll be back Monday. They had a union meeting. But when Ted did not show up to work on Monday, his friend was pretty worried. It was not in Ted's character to just be a no-show. And when he was unreachable by phone, the friend did what a good friend would do and call the police for a welfare check. Okay. Police um, immediately tried to get a hold of the Thornberries, but when they were unsuccessful, they got a warrant to search the property and the surroundings, and this is what they found. They found Ted's wallet on his dresser, a very strong smell of bleach in the house, and they found his truck. It was buried 
in a very remote part of their property. And it looked like it was put there, like buried in some rubble, which kind of reminds me of the Stephen Avery case. Yeah, totally. Right? That's like how Teresa's car was found. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay the our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today authorities soon find the hut that these guys were living in and a shootout occurred real quick well, this escalated real quickly from homie not showing up to work to uh, a search shootout? warrant in his house and then turn search, you know, a shootout. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And let me tell you, it was, I don't think, expected that they were going to have a shootout. One, I think Will rolled up and saw one of the officers and he said, I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm whatever police. And he said, yeah, I only see you and just started shooting. And so at that point, guns were going off everywhere. And thankfully, no one died. However, there was one officer shot the one that originally said, hey, I'm here. 
When they finally were able to raid the house, the guys were gone. Yeah. So for more than a week, these two were on the loose. People were warned all around town that two guys were armed and dangerous. And Anne and Ted Thornberry were missing. Okay, what about that guy's Mark's wife? So I don't know. I cannot find any information other than he was married. Okay, well, I'm going to just imagine her story is that she was like, okay, enough of this shit. You two stink. And now you're shooting at people. I am out. I'm out. Peace out. Yes. And that could totally be true because there's nothing in the reports that I read also about her. Very little. So maybe she took a plea. Maybe she came out and she's like, dude, they 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 ran. I don't fucking know anything or something, you know, like there's there's all these possibilities. And if you heard her and you want to tell us, give me, you know, please do. But I imagine she just like cooperated. I'm sure. And then went on her way. Probably got herself some of this loom acidified body wash that I'm into. Yeah. And was like, I've never been so clean and happy in my life. And I don't have these two (laughs) smelly dudes anymore. I think maybe she left them before that. Maybe he was married, but she didn't really hang out in the in the woods. I don't know. But I just know that, listen, if people are like the end of the world types living off the grid. When police confront them, it don't usually go well. No, it doesn't. Because they don't give a F. They think no. that the end of the world is coming anyways. No. No, you need to, like, send them, like, a paper airplane or something. Like, we <laughs> we come in peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. they're looking, you know, for these guys in the Ozark Mountains. But the Ozarks are dense. And they lack the fundamental nutrition for the humans. So... Especially these humans on the run that maybe they have a lot of guns, but it doesn't seem to me that they are the type that kill their own food. And they're maybe not knowledgeable about berries and bark on the fire and all that shit. No. And so it was a shock when two people knocked on a random person's door begging for some food. And what is even more shocking as the two people were not Mark and Will. The two people that were knocking for food were Anne and Mark. Okay. No Ted and no Will. Okay. So Ted did not know how to lay pipe. Seems like Mark was laying pipe maybe more than Ted with Anne. Okay. Now it's getting juicy. So the people were shocked and horrified, and they were immediately on the phone with 911. We have these two really scraggly people that look very hungry, and you need to come over here. So they immediately apprehended them. They had been living on berries, Gretchen, and some wild onions. Sounds like... Stinky. Bad breath. More stinky. Gross. (laughs) More stink. Yeah. 
Will was also caught the very next day. He came out of the woods, no pun intended, but, you know, he couldn't hang either. But poor Ted. Ted never actually surfaced because it turns out that Ted's buddy Mark turned on him and decided he wanted Ted's life more than he wanted his own. Well, who can blame him? Ted's got the big property. You're living in this stupid hut. And, yeah, and, Ted has and the hive. Yeah. And she's making, you know, 800 bucks a pop on her her wood, wood carvings. carvings. Sure. And she probably makes a mean pancake and shit. Dude, and I bet you she makes really good food. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure she does. Farm to table. All that awesome. shit. Yeah. So, and he probably thought, who would ever miss Ted? Like, the guy just goes. The pipe company. Pipe. He's a big, important pipe guy. Those I union know. jobs, they miss ahead. you. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Mark's not the, you know, employee of the year type. Okay. So, according to William, who actually did decide to talk, Will said Ted came home from work and both he and Mark tied Ted to a chair tortured him for more than a day and then bludgeoned him to death and then buried his or burned his body actually in a barrel and scattered his bone fragments across the property. Well, that seems a little extra. What the hell did Ted ever do to them except let him bang his hot wife and use his water and shit? Yeah, I don't know why they would have done that. However, jelly? Jelly much? Sorry. He, Go to school. Yes. Get your own union pipe job. Right? I do think that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to tell you Anne's story and you can see maybe there's a reason that these two would want to torture Ted. Okay. But I don't know. So Mark uh, pled not guilty and did not talk. Um, he, you know, obviously his story came from William, who did decide to talk. And guess who else decided to talk? Anne. 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 Yeah. And Anne had a story. Anne said that she was in the trailer when Ted came home. So the trailer off because she has the cedar fever. Mm -hmm. So she had no idea that Ted actually came home that night to bring the furniture. Um, she says that when she returned to the farm, Will and Mark basically kidnapped her and Mark began raping her. She knew better than to do anything about it, but listen to them because they would have killed her also. She suspected that they killed her husband, but didn't know for certain. And when the shootout happened, she was in the hut with them and they forced her to run with Mark and Will. Mark and Will were getting irritated with each other when they were on the run. And so they ended up separating. She says they ate berries and tried to survive on wild onions, but when they could not survive any longer, they finally made it to the stranger's house. She claims that she loves her husband, 
even though he often drank and got really mean with her, but she was a loyal wife. She also said that Mark and Will both saw how mean Ted got with her. So can you see Anne's side of the story? Yeah, now I feel bad for all those laying pipe jokes. That sounds terrible. Poor Anne. I know, but prosecution painted a different picture of Anne. Okay. They painted a picture of one that the woman decides that she loved her farm more than her husband that drank and kind of, you know, was an asshole to her. Well, I get that. And started having an affair with the ranch hand, Mark, and devised a plan of taking her husband out so Mark and her could live on the farm happily ever after. Hmm. What you believe? I don't know. I mean, I am kind of with Anne. I think that the whole, uh, you know, Christian background thing, I think she's just going to take it. She's so sheltered. I don't think she's watched enough television to know you can, you know, do something sultry. Like get with okay. the get with the ranch hand. and he probably I'm telling you he smelled. I know. So I will tell you this. Anne had gone to the store and purchased the bleach and the cleaning supplies. They have her on video. I do not know if Mark or William were with her when she purchased them, because because to me, like that was one of their uh, things was like. She purchased this. Why didn't she, you know, run away or tell somebody or, you know, like she she purchased the cleaning supplies to clean up her husband's mess. Yeah, it don't look good. Um, that doesn't look good. Also, in her bed was a this is really weird, was like plastic sheeting because Mark had a problem holding his bladder at night. So they were that like, also hmm. sounds so Dexter, right? Oh my God! I used to have a boyfriend who would um, he didn't wet the bed. He didn't wet the bed, but he would when he was drunk. He would get up and go pee in the corner. Dude, I had a friend that had a boyfriend that also had that problem, and we were camping, and the three of us were in the same tent. And the boyfriend, I woke up, and the boyfriend was pissing on me. <laughs> I'm not even. That's I'm terrible. You. It was so disgusting. Thankfully, I was like fully in the sleeping bag because it was freezing ass cold. But I woke up to like hearing water pouring on me and yeah. I am like screaming like, what the heck are you doing? You weirdo. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, he thought he was at the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I have. Anyhow. Anyhow. So these these couple things, you know or what they are saying is the reason Anne's guilty, which I'm with you. I, when I told my husband the story, he was like, no way. She wanted, you know, she wanted more action than Ted could give when the, you know, what do they say? When the cat's away, the mouse will play. Mice will play. Um, I just am not so sure about that. There's also another theory I could think of is that Anne and Mark didn't know that Ted was coming home. He wasn't supposed to come home. He walks in on them and loses his shit and they kill him. Oh, you know what? 
I think you're on to something. That's why the the bedding was on the bed also, though, you know, because the plastic, they problem. make so many uh, different kinds of sheets for uh, bedwetters. They live in the. They have a you know, Walmart. Yeah. Everyone has a Walmart. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's I think she was at Walmart purchasing the. Yeah, so they've got a cleaning product. A large thing. And can I just say too, I have a kid who leaks. She makes me wash the sheets every time, even though she wears a pull-up. Don't you think that's like extra? That's extra, yeah. Yeah, she's neurotic like me, I'm afraid. So let me get back to Anne. She pled not guilty to all of these accounts. And let me tell you, Gretchy, think the jury felt for Anne. Oh, okay. And believed her naivete, which we both said in the beginning. So Anne Thornberry was tried by the Van Buren County jury and um, she was convicted of manslaughter, kidnapping, and hindering apprehension. The jury recommended her sentences of three years uh, for manslaughter, 10 years for kidnapping, and 15 years for hindering apprehension. And they wanted those all to run concurrently, which would mean she would get 15 years total, right? And then probably be up for parole within half of that. The judge, however, sentenced her to have those terms run consecutively. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell me when you thought the jury felt for her that they were going to let her off. I mean, even yeah, even with those concurrently, like that's still that's 15 still, years, yeah, 15 years. That's steep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, Anne has appealed a few times and be- to see if they could, you know, why the judge said different than the jury. And I think she ended up she must have ended up winning one of the appeals because I read that this year Anne was released from prison in 2021. Um, well, maybe Ted co- only COVID had his saved father Anne. left. What? I said maybe COVID saved Anne. Yeah, right. People maybe are it getting did. released all the time. Um, Rita Cronwell and Anne, 2020. Right. It's your year. I know. So Anne did not inherit the farm even though she was not found guilty of murder, um, because she was found guilty of manslaughter, the judge ended up awarding the farm to Ted's father. Ted's father died either at the end of last year, the end of 2020, or the beginning of this year, 2021. And from what friends of Ted have said, it seems like once all the relatives of Ted had passed away, then it was easier for the um, parole board to let Anne free. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, so um, William Frazier, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison, and he is still in prison right now, and his parole day, his first parole day, is coming up in 2025, which seems right around the corner. Yeah, it does. And Mark is serving his time in the clink forever. Jeez. 
So, you know, I think that those two are pretty bad guys. However, let me tell you, William has taken a lot of classes in jail. He's taken classes for domestic violence, for anger issues, a bunch of things. Um, So I'm hoping once he does get out, he'll be a changed man. He does get in trouble sometimes in prison, though. He'd like, you know, he's not one to be obedient. Well, usually those off the grid types uh, don't play well with others. So I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, As far as Anne, um, I feel like it might be a little bit of a struggle for her to adapt to life. I mean, I think she went from her parents' house to the farm and now she doesn't have no farm. Maybe her parents are like shamed because, you know. Of oh, everything. can you imagine? But well, I don't know. Maybe they believe her. So maybe they took her in. I don't know. I'm just saying she probably ought to write a book. Her parents are, I don't think her parents are alive anymore. She's going to be, I think, 60. Or maybe she is 60. She's, I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. But if they are alive, they are very old. Um, and... I couldn't find her anywhere. I'm sure she doesn't know how to do the Facebook or the Instagram. So, you know. All right. Well, if then, she didn't kill her husband and she went to jail, then I hope she's living a nice life. Well, maybe she, she decided to become, she opened up in some of those group therapy sessions in the clink. And now she's more social. Maybe she enjoys working at the Walmart where she purchased the bleach. This maybe could she's be. a greeter. Maybe she it oh it all opened her eyes. Maybe who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Um, but that is a wop on the okay. thornberries. Okay. Oh my god, so soap opera. It wasn't that a soap opera? Thornbirds. That's a, that's a, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that, so. is like a dirty movie about like a priest. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. 80s. All right. Well, anyhow, you guys, thank you for listening. If you want more of us, we are on Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Gretchen's true crime story this month is going to be a good one. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys all who listen to us on Spotify and are posting, you know, that we're like on your top list, which is real fun for us to see. Yeah, it is really fun. Um, When people have like, they listen to us like for five, like right now, 5,000 minutes. Another one is like 6,000 something minutes. I'm like, that's a lot of of talking. Yeah, that's a lot of us. We've been talking that long. Yeah, I love it. I can't believe anyone yeah. could listen. Even when I don't have the sexy voice, they listen. That's yeah. awesome. So thank you also for a Christmas present for us. You guys could just tell your friends to listen to us. We would really appreciate it. She's shaking her head because she's such an... She doesn't like to ask I'm, for things. I'm a Grinch or... Gretch the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, true. Oh, my gosh. First, let me just tell you something really fast. Okay. So I just started this new show, which I don't ever watch TV, but my friend is in it. And so it's called The Yellow Jackets. It's on Showtime. Okay. You have Showtime? Yes, you do. do. You watch Dexter. Yeah. (gasps) You got to watch it. Okay. It's called Yellow Jackets. Okay. 
And I just finished episode two, but there's a scene where these husband and wife, they're trying to like get back into like the sexy time because they're not like doing it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do a fantasy where you come to my furniture shop and you're like shopping for furniture. And so she comes in and she goes, hi, I'm shopping for a bed or whatever. And she goes, my name is Tabitha. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. You have that name. You have that name. I have that name. Yeah. Shopping for furniture uh-huh. uh, and a big bed. Uh-huh. Come try out my bed. Yeah, I guess I do have that name. So that's funny. Yeah. Well, Anyways. listen, no one ever in their sex play fantasy says my name is Gretchen. I promise. No? No, it's not a sexy name. It's got to be in Germany. I bet you they all do it in Germany. I don't think so. You're like the name of all the red light district girls. I think I'm like the Anne of of names in Germany. Well, my middle name is Anne, so. It balances out the Tabitha. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I got to go pick up my son from school. Me too. Let's get out of here. Okay. All right. Clink, Clink, clink. 